Welcome to the How to Get More Leads and Sales from Your Website podcast with host Dan Kaplan, co-founder of Periscope Up, fine purveyor of digital marketing services. In each episode, Dan asks the experts, how do you get more leads and sales from a website? Visit periscopeup.com slash podcast to subscribe. Keep learning how you can turn your website into a salesperson that never sleeps. Now, here's your host, Dan Kaplan. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Getting More Leads and Sales podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kaplan with Periscope Up, and today really excited to have Nick Cutnero of The Link Builders. Hi, Nick. Hey, how's it going, Dan? Good, good. Really excited. Today we're going to be talking about search reputation management or online reputation management. Nick is an expert in this field. He's been in internet marketing since he's 15. That's about half his life. He's a child. <laughs> Uh, he's been in search engine optimization since 07, and he founded the Link Builders in February of 2011. And a lot of their business is online brand management, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Nick has a great case study for us that's uh, just about wrapping up. He's been very successful pushing two or three negative listings off of page one of Google, and he's going to show us how he did it and, and share some of his secrets with us. Um, but before we get into that, Nick, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, how'd you get to be where you are today? Sure. Well, you mentioned 1999. I was in 10th grade. Uh, the way I got into internet marketing was I was in a high school band at the time. So I negotiated my way into this band because I was good with websites. And uh, I figured that they needed the marketing help and I, I was able to get into that band by saying, well, I can increase your uh, your exposure. We can get the songs on mp3.com, or at the time it was garageband.com. Mm -hmm. So I was able to get into the band because of my web skills. And I, I got to be honest with you, I really enjoyed the marketing side and the internet side more than I actually enjoyed playing the bass guitar. Um, regardless, uh, they really enjoyed having me because we were able to book gigs and get people from all around the world to listen to our music and it was pretty cool at 15 to be able to do that uh, and do it after school uh, coming home and I would uh, this is right when we my my parents had a cable modem so I was able to get on a high-speed internet and take advantage of Napster and what I would do was uh, rename the files so it would be like sounds like Weezer and people would type in Weezer so uh, it's, it's interesting today because I, I'm still doing optimization uh, it's more focused on Google but back then in 1999 what I was doing was uh, like on-site type optimization with like Napster I was trying to get my listings higher on Napster and it, it was not paid traffic and I wish I, I had access to paid traffic then, but my mom wouldn't let me use her credit card. <laughs> so I, I would only I would only use what I, I had available. And uh, I started with, with, with the band and, and that was that was a lot of fun and then I moved on to eBay and it was the same process again. Uh, I would sell CDs uh, internationally actually. So I would buy used CDs at a record shop, buy them for about a dollar dollar twenty a piece and sell them for upwards of twenty dollars in some instances when you factored shipping in and this is before the iPod and this is before digital music this is when people were actually consuming uh, audio via a compact disc so I would take 
CDs that I guess were saturated in U.S. markets figure uh, Britney Spears, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, and put them up on eBay and sell them for quite a bit of money internationally because uh, people were, were interested. And I would uh, optimize my listings on eBay and uh, I'd figure out, well, how was how this guy ranking? I'd pretty mm -hmm. much duplicate and reverse engineer the process and I was doing this out of my bedroom. So At 15, I love it. Yeah. Love it. It was the a, entrepreneurial it was a spirit caught you young. Yes. Yes. And uh, I've, I've gotten into affiliate marketing at an early age, um, progressed to specifically focusing on, on SEO and lead gen for local businesses, uh, a lot of Craigslist optimization. And uh, for the past four or five years or so, I've been really focused on online reputation management. I find it's more of a challenge. Instead of ranking one site, I, I want to control the, uh, con the, the flow of information for all 10 results on Google. Forget, forget one. Let's focus on all 10. Got it. Yeah. We've done some of that work ourselves, and it's uh, quite a bit of challenge because not only are the algorithms changing and the rankings changing constantly, but there's a lot of search terms that are you know negative. So it's easy to own one search term, but you know variations of it or you know uh, different uh, you know people search in different ways. So that the right. the stuff never the negative stuff never really goes away. Um, right. You just all you really can do is sort of push it down. Is that right? Yes and no. Um, I like to create scenarios where we can win a hundred percent of the time. So if the opportunity presents itself to negotiate with a webmaster, I'm I'm all oh, about. Oh, you mean to that. take to take something off the web, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There's there's a lot of rep management companies that only take the approach of suppression. Well, if there's a permanent solution that can be done. Mm -hmm. Let's let's explore that path. And a lot of times, uh, it's just communicating effectively with a webmaster. Uh, sometimes they uh, they won't respond. Sometimes they do. In in the cases that they do, they'll just hit the delete button. Problem solved. Mm, good. Is that what Reputation.com does? I, mean, I don't want to talk about one of your competitors, but I've never really truly understood what it is that that they actually do. Um, other than maybe create a bunch of listings like Yelp or you know Facebook page or something like that, but are you familiar with with how they operate and how are you um, how are you different? I'm not really familiar with how they operate. I can only comment on on the methods that we use. Uh, every campaign is different. There's no two campaigns that that are alike. I I like to take the most effective approach that we can take right out of the gate. And if it's as simple as contacting the webmaster, let's do it. And sometimes, sometimes we're we're successful with that. Other times we're not. They just won't respond, or uh, it's an old blog, and they, they, we know that they're just not receiving email. So uh, we'll we'll try and figure out, you know, through who is well, who who owns this site? Why did they post the content? Um, perhaps it was scraped content. It's a scraper site, so maybe they they copied that from a forum. It was a negative post on a forum. Um, that thread has been deleted by a forum moderator. However, that content still lives elsewhere on the internet because it's a right. scraper site. The and internet never forgets, does it? It does. It it, it never does. But um, if we can get the listing removed completely, uh, the page removed completely, fantastic. Uh -huh. If it's 
if it's content that uh, we can take an approach using a law firm where it's um, slanderous, uh, where we, we can make a case, um, we can potentially have it de-indexed uh, on, on Google. So that, that's always um, an option if, if that presents itself. Uh, we, we, don't, we can't really advise on that until I run it by my attorney to say, green light go, this makes sense, mm -hmm. we, can, we can have that de-index. Little bit, little bit more. Um, there's some more cost associated with that, but that would yield a uh, a permanent result in in Google SERPs. And that's that's going to Google and requesting that they remove they they remove the index. Exactly, it would be removed from Google's index. So uh, that's great because most people start their search on Google. They're not necessarily going to ripoff report to initiate right. a search. Right. So the content will still live on ripoff report, but You've kind of eliminated the potential of visibility mm -hmm. just by having a de-index. And, and then is it because because Google's got sixty to eighty percent of the search market? Then do you go to Yahoo and Bing, or do you usually not bother with Yahoo and Bing because so few people are, are using that and those engines? It really depends on the needs of the client. Um, ninety percent of the time, say even ninety nine percent of the time, the focus is on Google specifically. Uh, once in a blue moon, we have a client that's very concerned about how they look on Yahoo or Bing. Uh, in those instances, um, it's usually associated to the autocomplete or the the, uh, the the completed search functionality. Got it. Oh, yeah, right. So we have requesting it get taken down. We have um, DX de-indexing mm -hmm. through legal, you know, uh, legal legal avenues. Um, what else? I know you're going to be talking about the process of creating new sites and pushing them up so that the negative listings get pushed down. But before we get into that, are there, are there any other techniques that you might try before going to this last step of, you know, what I'll call search reputation management? Right. A lot of times when we're, when we're taking on a new campaign or working with a new client, uh, they've been at risk the entire time for a reputation attack um, and that means they really haven't done much to manage what is forward-facing on Google so they may not even have a Twitter account or, or a page set up. There, there are a lot of listings that Google favors. Um, they're just part of many SERPs, uh, non-branded, branded, first name, last name, uh, whatever you're thinking there's a good chance you'll see Facebook in that SERP. There's a good chance you'll see Twitter in that SERP. A video listing, so YouTube, Vimeo, Daily Motion, um, press releases. Those those live for for long periods of times. So uh, they may not have done any marketing personally or for the company, and that that's usually evident when you when you start seeing how quickly a negative result just climbs to position one, two, or three on Google. Right. right. Yeah, and I know we're going to talk about this when we get to my my que my ending question. What's the one thing? Sure. Um, but why don't we turn our attention to? I know you got a slide deck for us, and you're going to walk us through a campaign and how you did it to uh, to own page one. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let me um, let me sh share my screen here. Um, One second, listeners, please be, please bear with us. 
All right. I think we're good now. Okay. All right, Nick. So, can you see my screen, Nick? Yes. Okay. Or can you see your your presentation, I mean, your PowerPoint? Yes. All right, good. So, we've got the link builders, reputation management overview, Nick Cutterano. Cut and arrow. Cut and arrow, thank you. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to retake that. I'm going to start again. Okay. All right. So, um, Nick, we have uh, this little slide deck that you put together for our podcast listeners. Um, by the way, for you out there listening to us, uh, go to uh, periscopeup.com slash podcast to sign up for our um, email list and get future podcasts with interviewees and marketing practitioners like Nick who walk through expert exa examples of their expert work. So here we're really excited to be talking about um, reputation management, and Nick's going to walk us through a case here um, where he's, he's been successful in owning page one. So um, what are we looking at here, Nick? Well, this is a case study. It's a first name, last name campaign. So uh, the individual uh, who this campaign is tied to is actually an attorney. Um, so this, I, we found this to be interesting uh, because we were in a position where suppression was our only option. The, uh, the sites where the negative content was featured, we could not remove. Um, so suppression was the only path that we could take. Started the campaign on October 14th, so it's, it's recent. We're within a 90-day window. Uh, we try and, if possible, correct the entire reputation within 90 days or at the very least drastically change what's visible on page one. And the focus for this campaign was specifically Google SERPs page one. Got it. All right, so let's take a look at some of the results. So you said there were three negative... Uh, listings on page one for this person's first and last name and you've uh, been able to, to achieve what? Two out of the three listings are now on page two and there's one remaining listing still on page one and that's at position number nine. So position one you went from 10 to 18 or, or negative listing one you went from position 10 to 18. Negative listing two you went from three to nine and negative listing three went from seven to twelve. Okay, and why is it why is it that page two is considered a success? Well, to be honest, most people stop their search on page one of Google. People really don't go beyond page one. It's a it's a whole other click, a whole other process. And most people, when they search, I can I, I I've asked many people how they search. You know, friends, family. I know how I search. I guess as a marketer, I, I may search differently. If I'm really trying to find information, I may go page two and beyond. Uh, however, a quick search, I, I, I trust Google to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. uh, what they're showing on page one, it, it, it's a quick scan. If it looks okay, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. All right, so you're operating under the assumption that people are just going to do a different search or move on after page one, and they'll, they'll consider that enough. Of, of due diligence searching on somebody. But there are occasions, right, where somebody really wants to know and wants to dig and really um, wants to find out as much as they can. And in those cases, they may go to page two or they may do variations of a search, right? And it's correct. So the, we're not saying that these listings are going to go away. We're just sort of pushing them out of sight. That's out of sight, out of mind, out of reach. And for this attorney, 
uh, he's extremely happy because he's working on some big deals right now. Mm-hmm. And previously, when when all of these negative listings were on page one, it actually posed a challenge um, for his ability to close deals, mm-hmm. where someone on the uh, on the other end of a deal would say, uh, "Hey, can you explain a little bit more about what's going on here?" And he's finding over the past ninety days, he's not getting those requests. He's not getting those 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 questions and it's it's interesting because this particular client this attorney client actually has a new girlfriend and he was very concerned on Thanksgiving <laughs> what the new family or the potential in-laws might uh-huh. think or or bring up at the dinner table on Thanksgiving so uh now he is he's a lot more at ease it's it's a confidence thing too for a client especially when it's a first name last name campaign they they feel as though they have control again on what what is forward facing. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, let's talk about control. Looks look. We're looking now at uh, your slide that shows what's left on page one, and the only negative result is in position nine. But what is it that you pushed up in those other slots to uh, you know to have that impact? Sure, uh, press releases, as I mentioned before, great way to get legitimate coverage that you can put out yourself. Uh, it's not difficult to do. And if you notice, number one uh, is a Yahoo press release ranking result. Yeah, so, what's a Yahoo press release? What does that mean? Well, it's it's a press release uh, just featured on Yahoo. So it goes through distribution, and Yahoo picked it up, and that's the way the chips fell. Where? So you, it, what do you? How do you syndicate it? Do you distribute it through like PR Web or one of those? Exactly. You can use any any one of those types of services. Uh, you can have those services write the release for you, or you can write the release yourself to be in a little bit more control of the content that's featured. Right. So yeah, I've noticed with PR webs pages, you know, when you syndicate a press release through PR.com, PR Web, Free PR News, you know, all of these press release syndication sites. Google has this freshness, you know, part of the algorithm, algorithm, right? So a, a press release will that the the PR web page will stay up there for a little while. Sure. Maybe it'll hit Google News, but then it kind of drops down pretty quickly. But if I'm hearing you correctly, because it got picked up by Yahoo, which has a lot more cloud and power, that's got staying power, and that's what the fact that it that got picked up by Yahoo is what's keeping it up up at the top. Is that right? Yeah, a combination of that, um, also the way the press release is created. So think titles, think subheadings, think frequency of the first name, last name, combination within the content, uh, what that content is linking to. Mm-hmm. So there, there, is a, there is a special sauce recipe to this. Um, we also built links to that press release result as right. well Got it. To, yeah. to, to prop it up. All right, we're going to talk about that in a minute, in a couple slides, when we get to your process and your procedure. But let's finish up on this on this discussion here about what's up on page one. So, you got a WordPress.com blog going. Is that number two? Yes. So you're you're adding regular content to that weekly, monthly. What do you? Is it just a one pager? No more about that. No, it's a it's a WordPress blog. We're updating it probably probably once a week at this point. Uh huh. And okay, the client already had a .com site about them. Yes. So I imagine you threw some links at that to get Absolutely. that going up. Maybe maybe added maybe optimized it. Maybe did some SEO on it. Is that? 
Uh, not not so much on page SEO, more up the frequency of the posts and okay. content. Yeah, Google likes fresh, relevant, good quality content. Uh, all right, then you got Wired. What's that? Wired.com. Did you get some coverage, some press coverage, some news coverage? No, we just created an account there and uh, started commenting on other people's posts. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Did you throw any links at that? Bio we did. Page? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so on the client's personal site, uh, we have a section where you can find him on other social media sites. So think, uh, you know, find me on LinkedIn, find me on Pinterest, find me on Wired. Right. And we're, we're able to uh, to siphon that authority uh, and, that's the and, network. and pull that up. Good. I love it. All right. Vimeo, same deal, I guess. Added a couple of videos, made a profile page, links, exactly. link to it within this. this I'm, I'm starting to see you've created this network of links, of uh, yeah. sites that link to each other, and that's what gives them each other strength and lifts them up. Yep. Uh, you got in a second blog and a, th a third personal, oh, a deep page on their blog. I see that. Okay. And then their LinkedIn page. Then, then uh, negative result, another delicious page. All right, good, good. Um, so what's left? You said you're almost done this campaign. You yep. uh, got a couple more things to do. Exactly. So the goal is to press that number nine result, which is negative, to page two of Google. Uh, how are we going to do that? Uh, we are going to build more links to what is ranking directly below, which is delicious.com and update that listing uh, by, by sharing new links and just keeping the, the, the level of frequency up on that listing in particular. Mm -hmm. um, why stop with just one listing when there is a positive listing uh, at position number 11? So the goal was to build more links to that listing on page two as well so that we can create a scenario where we're not just focusing all of our energy and effort on delicious, but it's uh, there's another another page ranking uh, directly below. Uh, we're going to do another press release. If, uh, if if one worked, let's multiply the efforts. Um, and we're going to continue updating the clients.com listings uh, with links to delicious to siphon uh, authority and pull that listing up. And uh, last but not least, uh, continue updating um, the positive ranking results on page one of Google. Uh, that is to maintain the work that has already been done. Got it. Got it. Uh, why is that? Because if you stop building these links, then then what happens? Well, it's it's not necessarily building links. It's it's frequency of updates on on the page. So if that negative listing somehow updates with another comment, uh, that the freshness factor goes up on that negative listing, and that negative result may actually bounce back in terms of ranking and go up. So what we want to do is maintain the frequency of everything else that's ranking above so we're setting a precedent that good positive listings which are ranking above the negative are updating updating at a at a higher rate of frequency as compared to everything else. Mm -hmm. And and by doing that we can control uh, to to our best ability, what is forward facing on page one? Obviously, authority plays a factor as well. Uh, that that press release result for on Yahoo is most likely going to be up there for a while. But at a certain point, that listing can't be updated, and it's going to naturally fall because it's no longer relevant 
uh, with respect to the date. So let's fast forward three to five years. That that Yahoo listing that's now at page one that might not even be on page one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a Google's always changing their algorithm, but b those negative listings might get updated. Somebody might link to them. Sometimes in these situations. These negative listings are a result of some of somebody who's got an axe to grind, and they're constantly putting out new content. Right. So that could be another reason why things get pushed up. So you're never really done with this, are you? I'm sorry. Are you ever really done with this this work, or it it depends. Um, most companies and most individuals that have reputation challenges. Um, or in a potential line of work that where they're prone to reputation challenges, uh, maybe they deal with the general public or, or or people that like as you said may have an axe to grind. So, a, a lot of times after successfully completing a, a rep management campaign, we'll go into a, a maintenance mode where mm -hmm. we're still continuing the updates on the personal blog, on the social media. Th this is for brands as well as individuals, uh, just to maintain what is forward-facing and positive. Got it. All right. Good. All right. Let's move on to the uh, – down. let's get down and dirty with some details here um, about your approach and your techniques. I'm not asking to give away the, all the secret sauce, but, you know, give us a give us you know, a general approach as to the strategies that you're using to make, make all this happen. We've already talked about some of this, but um, why don't you walk us through this, this next piece here. How would you do it? Sure. Uh, if the scenario presents itself where the negative content can be removed, where a webmaster hits the delete button, or we can initiate a de-indexing process on Google, we'll take that route. Uh, sometimes we can't just because of the nature of the site. Um, sometimes we can't due to uh, budget constraints. Um, if that option isn't available, we'll seek to suppress the negative content. Let's own as many results as we can on page one of Google. Uh, everything that could be controlled, uh, let's continuously update those listings. So if there's a Facebook listing that is ranking, let's keep updating it. If it's Twitter, let's update it. Vimeo, let's just keep pushing out more content. Uh, focusing on the positive, more, more press releases. Uh, you look you look very big and authoritative on 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 a Yahoo listing. So continuously doing that is is fantastic, and you can leverage those listings by sending a press release result to your client or you know sharing it on their social media page. It's just good all around, and they and they rank really well. Uh, link building, legitimate coverage on third party sites. Find other websites that you can get your message or content on. And uh, be be in communication with that webmaster so that if uh, you do need to change the content, you can. And uh, you know, more more likely than not, that coverage will be positive mm -hmm. if you're reaching out to them. Let's 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 dive into that a little bit more. Sure. Um, I want to hear more about, and, and maybe this is also an opportunity for you to talk about link building in general and what kind of trends you see for link building in in 2015, but. Um, let's just start with the basics. Are you still, you know, is anybody still, you know, buying links like text link ads? I know that they got hit pretty hard in June, I think it's summer of 2013 for for selling links. You know, is any of that still going on? Absolutely. Talk yeah. to me. Talk to me. 
because you hear, you know, you hear in all these blogs how it's not, you know, it's it's dead. Don't do it anymore. But sure. I, I, you know, when you look at results, <laughs> you can't, you know, you can't argue with the fact that Google hasn't really been successful in killing all of those uh, networks or identifying purchased links and, you know, really getting the algorithm to the point where it, it, it actually does negate the power of, of those efforts. Sure. Uh, link building is not dead. SEO is not dead. Uh, let's let everyone keep thinking it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, blog networks still work. Uh, we have one here. Uh, we use it for whatever we need to, to prop up sites, to to feature content on so that we can we can actually use those sites to rank uh, they, they they have a purpose it's you need it you need to do it and it needs to be in your toolbox um, any type of automated link building it still has its purpose it, it, it may not be uh, what you lead in with um, for a campaign like this but you need to at least have knowledge of, of, of how it works if and when you should be using it and 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 how much you should be using. Um, you may not need an excessive amount of links, but you, you absolutely do need to be building links. Without so, a doubt. you know, I guess I can understand if you're if you're if you're buying links or using a link network to send links to like a Facebook page or a Twitter page or even you know your Yahoo press release. I think the the risk is probably pretty low. You know, you know of the backfiring. The worst thing that could happen is. Google get or uh, Yahoo gets dinged, right? I mean, but what about throwing links, you know, buying links at and, and sending them towards like a personal website? Do you fear the risk of getting banned that a personal website that the client is invested in? Maybe they own the domain, you know? Are you worried about uh, a website like that getting uh, de-indexed or banned from Google? It's it's risk versus reward, and uh, you need to assess that in every scenario. I find that a lot of SEO people, especially in the white hat communities, they're overly cautious. Uh, they don't want to take any action because they're in fear of losing everything. Mm -hmm. uh, my response to that is hedge your bet and test, test, test. You should have two different domains. You're sending, uh, and you're split testing what type of links you're sending to one site versus, versus the other. So in the event that you potentially risk or torch one of the sites where it, 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 it gets de-indexed or it just doesn't uh, never sees the light of day again at least you have another another site another property mm-hmm all right uh, tell me a little bit more about you know the kinds of link building that you're seeing what do you see for 2015 I just want to you know you're the link building expert Sure. I'm happy. I'm excited that you're on the on the program. Why don't you share a little bit of your knowledge with our listeners? Sure. Uh, take a look at what's ranking in the top ten of of Google for whatever term that you're looking to rank. Uh, I know we focus on brand and reputation management, so that's brand names, first name, last names. That's really our 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 sweet spot. But for the SEO people out there that are trying to rank for uh, just a, a buying term or something of that nature. Take a look at what's ranking on 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 page one of Google. There's a good chance you'll see a Facebook page, a Twitter listing, a video video listing. Take note and uh, and infiltrate as as such. You you may find that your best ranking result is a YouTube video. So 
put time, energy, effort into creating real content that people are not going to bounce back uh, and go find a different a different result. Answer the user's question. That that's really what 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 you, you what you want to do. Um, and 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 don't discount uh, traditional uh, partnerships in business. If, if you see a competitor that's ranking uh, number one or uh, let's say an information-based site that's ranking number one for a term that you're looking for, well, reach out to them. Maybe you can create a partnership. Maybe you can monetize their traffic. I, I think a lot, of, a, a lot of people in the SEO space don't, don't take action when it comes to doing a real deal in business. Uh, accelerating the, the the process, trying to find the path of least resistance. Uh, most people take the approach of okay, let's uh, take the website that already is ranking on page three. Let's build links to it, and let's see if we can get it to page two, and then eventually page one. Well, maybe you can uh, work a deal with the guy who is ranking one, two, or three. Uh, get a link featured there, or uh, maybe buy his website. That that's always an option too. Um, if, you, if you have the budget to do it, why why not? It could be a it it could be a very simple WordPress blog that some SEO guy you know spammed. Why not reach out to him? I mean, if it if it makes sense when it comes to the uh, the the financials of whatever it is that you're doing, explore those paths. Why why try and swim upstream if 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 you don't have to? Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as sending an email. What about directories? You, you see any? Are directories still having an impact? Directory no. links? No, I'd say directories were probably used. Directory links, maybe maybe five years ago. I, I don't I don't look for them. Some people might. It's whatever works works for you and what you know. If that if that's been in your toolbox and 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 it and it's working, I guess keep doing it. Um, I don't look for directory links. I, I don't really don't see directory sites. Ranking, so uh, I've, I've been focusing on what does work. Social bookmarks. Uh, to a, to a certain degree, like we saw, delicious that listing was was ranking. Um, plague based sites, uh, not so much. Back in like 2010, 2011, yeah, you can pretty much front page anything with social bookmarks. Not so much anymore. And and the, and the funny thing is, a lot of those those plague sites. They're not they're 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 not active anymore. So um, mm-hmm. it, it, I know guys who do lead in with that, and and those are for they, those can be used in different types of SERPs. There are different SERPs that are more prone to um, spammier types of links. So think like financial services or, or things like that, where that that's actually the norm. Like crazy three hundred one redirects, things mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. It's almost the norm in in, in certain. Certain industries. Um, last question on links. What about you know the time and the effort that it takes to get like that high end, high quality link? You know, Huffington Post, something like that. You know, uh, is that worth the time? It's got to be leverageable to a certain degree. Um, it's putting a lot of energy and effort into just getting one link. If if it's not too difficult to get and it's not too costly to get. For sure, go go with it. But if it if it if you're spending if you're spinning your wheels really quickly and not moving forward, well, you're going to see really fast that you know you should be you should at least try or test something something else. Mm-hmm. All right, good. I got a 
got a comment that I noticed you're spending an hour with me. I, I wonder if that's to get the link. <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about the link for, for that. I mean, that's, you know, what we try to counsel our our clients on is you know, don't think about it as the link for link's sake. We, you know, sure. we think about traffic. We think about, you know, exposure. Mm -hmm. And in this case, I'll put you in front of three my 3,000 listeners and, you know, hopefully you'll get some attention from some traffic, some inquiries from that. And that, to, you know, that's the kind of approach we're taking. Um, sure. But, uh, you know, I'm heartened to hear that uh, people are still out there doing the old school link building. That's great. That's people great. do, people do, but uh, I mean, uh, it's kind of funny, you know. I'm I'm coming in with, you know, with ideas about oh, well, the path of least resistance, initiate, I, uh, you know, a business relationship. I know I'm an SEO guy at heart, but I, I I feel as though that that search and SEO is just one tactic. It's just one tactic in in your your bag of tricks mm -hmm. for any type of business. You need to have a multitude of channels. Um, for us at the Link Builders, we find that conferences are just great. Meeting people, the more people that we know the, that are one degree away, uh -huh. uh, that we could potentially help. I guess we're like a law firm in certain in certain cases where you may not need rep management today, but if and when you do, I want you to think of me. Mm -hmm. I want you to think of the Link Builders. So, um, a lot of a lot of businesses are so focused on visibility with search. Google's just one website. It, it's a major traffic source. Uh, people use it every single day, but don't don't discount um, picking up the phone, asking for asking for a deal, asking for the for the sale, um, networking as best as best you can, and and uh, just being a real person and, and not having to not being in a position where you're forced to wait. For someone to type a query in, hit your site, maybe call, maybe buy. Um, there's there's other more controlled and predictable ways to achieve the objective. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay, good. All right, let's uh, let's rip through the other uh, approaches you have here. Content. Um, I think we talked about that a little bit. Is there anything anything you want to add about content distribution? Uh no. Video sites, as I mentioned before, YouTube, Vimeo, Daily Motion, uh, blogs. They could be blogs that you own uh, as a, on a network, or it could be blogs that you uh, can reach out to uh, relatively quickly um, and, and get content posted on there. Mm -hmm. uh, social, uh, think Twitter, think Facebook, uh, keeping that updated, but also distributing whatever. Uh, content that you are creating on video sites or blogs through those social channels. Um, mm -hmm. Sites that you own, so the client in this particular case has his own blog, it's first name, last name, dot com, uh, and, third, and third party sites as well. Uh, so that should cover content distribution. Uh, another tactic is distractions in the SERP. So uh, bidding on the first name, last name as a, as a term well, if you can if you can get that listing visible on AdWords, well, you've just created another result that people can click on, above above the fold as the case may be, and you're in control of whatever whatever message it is that you wanna you wanna have featured. Um, yep, you are paying per click, but the uh, the uh, benefits of having that visible uh, far outweigh the price per click uh -huh. and uh, rich snippets. So if uh, there's a site that has star ratings, uh, well, figure out a way to increase those star ratings. Or, if it's a good star rating, 
uh, say, ranking on page two of Google, well, figure out a way to get that, that listing now ranking on page one because people are drawn to that color and, uh, and the fact that it, it would be a four to five star review. Right. Good. Good advice. Mm -hmm. uh, what is shift sentiment? What does that mean? Well, if, you, if you're faced with a scenario where there's a ton of negativity on the page in the form of comments, well, become active in that, in that chatter. Uh, respond to them. If it's about your company, you can always turn a negative into a positive by posting, hey, this is our customer service line. Call, we'll, 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 we'll get this sorted out. Um, you, can, you can do that and that may, that may, that may tone... Uh, change the tonality of everything that's going on within within that post so um, if you're in a position where you can't suppress it or the site is just too powerful and the, let's say the webmaster is just not agreeing with you turn it into a positive good love it yeah one thing we like to say well, a piece of advice we often give is not if you're going to participate in a, in a conversation where you've been commented negatively upon to uh, not go out there and flame somebody, right? Um, but to just give you know your side of the story, present yourself as a rational person who is willing to listen. Um, you know, but don't sort of get involved in the back and forth. You know, maybe just post once and leave it at that, um, or respond to every neg individual negative person, maybe. But you see this a lot on Amazon reviews. Right. The smart um, e-commerce guys are going to go out there and say, "I'm sorry you had a bad experience. I'd like to make it better. Please contact me." Sure. You know, at least so you're presenting yourself as a reasonable person. Because I think a lot of people, if they see, you know, it's easy to flame somebody online, and I think a rational sure. person will most of the time weigh a negative hothead against your rational response and. and and understand where the truth lies. Absolutely. You mentioned Amazon. Just a quick tip for the listeners. Uh, create scenarios and situations where you're, you're, you're ahead of the curve. So if you're mailing a physical product, uh, why not have in that, in that mail, um, in that package, um, some sort of offer or an incentive, hey, if you're happy with the product, you know, leave us a, leave us a review. You don't have to tell them it's leave a five-star review, but leave us a review and we'll send you something else. People love that. And mm -hmm. it's a great way to get five-star reviews from verified purchases just yeah. ro rolling to, I would add to that to um, familiarize yourself with the rules of the, um, of the website. Uh, that Amazon, too. Amazon, I know, allows you to give a free product for a review. They're okay if you solicit reviews, but you can't, you know, you can't offer to pay for one. Exactly. And Yelp for Yelp, I know, also just completely bans any any attempt to request any kind of review, which I think is a little ridiculous. But you should at least familiarize yourself with the T's and C's of the uh, of the various platforms you're trying to get your customers to post reviews on. All right, Nick, this has been great. Um, I'm going to pull up this screen here that's got your contact information for people to see. Um, TheLinkBuilders.com. I'm going to turn off the screen sharing now and switch us back to picture-in-picture uh, picture so all the listeners can see our face. Um, let's see here.
click, 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 click. All right, Nick. Great. Thanks for uh, taking the time. Really appreciate your expertise. Uh, this has been really enlightening, helping us understand uh, reputation management, brand management. You've uh, clearly got uh, a lot of years under your belt doing this, and uh, it's really generous of you to share your expertise. So thank you. My how can we learn more? How can we, uh, you know, how can we follow you? What tell us a little bit more? Uh, oh, wait a minute! Before we before we get to that, I almost forgot my one question. I always ask the. Uh, the uh, the guests on the show. So, what's your one thing? What's that one piece of advice you want to leave us with that, as marketers, we really need to be paying attention to right now? Sure. Uh, proactively control your own reputation for your first name, last name, or for whatever product or brand you're. So you mean before a problem happens, have all these properties up there and, and powerful and strong? Is that is that your point? Well, be, it, at the very least, be be conscious. The, uh, of what is forward-facing uh, and, and, and not be in a position where uh, the, the day that you do search for your first name, last name combination, or product name, you're, you see all sorts of negative results. So think about this going into any business that, that you're, you're trying to get in or if you're already in it and you, and you, you don't have anything negative. Be conscious that uh, at any day, at any point in time, something could go, could go wrong or Mm -hmm. uh, go off track. At, at least in that position, uh, you'll be better suited to defend any type of attack. Mm -hmm. So I should search my name and company name every couple of days, every couple of weeks. Is that is that where I start? Sure, I I, I do. I, I don't know if, if if you do that now, but um, for certain people, I guess like like myself with unique first and last names. Uh, yeah, it's it's me. If you if you Google it, um, for for your name, Dan, I'm, there there might be a lot of other Dan. There's Kaplan a ton of Dan Kaplan's out there. So, and and if you and if you Google Periscope up in various combinations, you always end up getting that stupid movie up Periscope. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because I I know I noticed that uh, today. Yeah, IMDb, all kinds of stuff. I forget who the actor is, but yeah, I get all that. So, oh. Well, that's another strategy too, Dan. You can always select a brand name that lends itself to, uh, I guess, other meanings or or other 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 avenues to, to kind of stay under the radar, you know, so to speak. But right. but uh, not everyone is so is so fortunate. Um, you know, in, in, in those cases where a negative listing does come up and it's and it's definitely pointed at you. Right, right. All right, Nick, good good advice. Thanks. Thanks for the time. So tell us how how can we learn more and how can we uh, uh, get in touch with you? Well, you can go to our website. It is thelinkbuilders.com and you can go right to the contact page and uh, if you have a question or if you do need reputation management, uh, services or, or help, uh, you can reach out to us from 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 there, uh, or you can just send me an email. That's my first initial N, last name Cuttonero, C U T T O N A R O, at thelinkbuilders.com. Great. All right, Nick. Thanks a ton for your time. Thanks everybody out there for listening. This was the Getting More Leads and Sales from Your Website podcast. I'm your host Dan Kaplan. Thanks again for listening. 
thank you for listening to the How to Get More Leads and Sales from Your Website podcast. Periscope Up is a trusted provider of digital marketing services, including search engine optimization, pay-per-click and AdWords, content development, social media, Google Analytics, HubSpot, Pardot, and WordPress. Our contracts are month-to-month, and we only take on clients we believe we can help. Visit PeriscopeUp.com to learn more.